It's another pod, it's another pod. Oh, oh, it's another pod, it's another pod. Uh, it's another one. It's another one. This is becoming a bit like Adam Buxton's podcast in the sense that it's it's sort of it's sort of every now and then, isn't it? Um, I do need to get more guests and things booked in, but like uh, at the moment I'm struggling to do things on on my own, if you see what I mean, like writing and stuff. So it would feel it would it would feel like that thing where you go, "Wow, I have a big creative project I really need to focus on. I should learn German. I should learn German." Um, <laughs> It sort of feels valid, but it's actually just procrastinating and a distraction. And the second you actually download an app to learn German, you look at it and go, this is hard. I should write my script. This is hard. Is that the secret to productivity? Pinging rapidly between two different types of procrastination? Perhaps. Perhaps it is. Uh, hard to say. Hard to say. Anyway, this is a good episode. Um, it is with Riley. Uh, and I might bleep his last name because he does try to keep it off the internet. Because he works... Um, he works in the real world, but at night time, he is a cool, uh, pretty far left podcast guy uh, on the Trash Future Pod, the podcast with the future is trash, um, <clears throat> upon which I have been a guest a few times. It's very fun. Uh, R- Riley and I get into some interesting stuff. We talk about the different types of left wingness. He sort of he gives me a kind of crash course in uh, all the different insane flavors out there. Uh, as you will hear, I'm like a center-left guy, but compared to compared to some of the things Riley says, I'm sure I'm like <laughs> Jacob Rees-Mogg. There's one about dolphins. It's pretty fucking weird. Anyway, you'll hear that. And we get into stuff about being uh, nerds, nerd culture, and the history of memes. Uh, old, old memes from the dawn of the internet. Way before all you kids had these meme pages where you could just harvest the bounty without doing any of the hard graft. Uh, God. <laughs> um, I have a Soho Theatre tour date thing run, not tour, run to announce. 26th, 27th, 28th of April. So that's in a month and a bit. 26th, 27th, 28th of April. Um, the weekend tickets are a little pricey, but the Soho Theatre sets the prices. I don't know. But it's the seventh best uh, comedy show from the Fringe last year, according to reviews. And as we all know, reviews are extremely important and matter the most of all forms of critical and artistic fulfillment. That's just maths. Uh, so come check me out at the Soho Theatre. It's an event on Facebook or the links on Twitter on my pinned tweet. And for the love of God, share it, even if you don't live in London. If you have, I think I have a long-lost cousin who lives in London. Reunite purely to sell a ticket for me. That would be great. Thank you. Bye. Start recording. Yeah. Um, it's going to be weird because most of the people you tend to have on, like, yeah. are stand-up comedians. Yeah, well, yeah, I, um, the, the episode I'm still at, at time of at time of recording have yet to release, but will release ideally tonight or tomorrow is Andrew Ellard the script wizard mm. so it, it will it will change but you're you, you could be described as a comedian I think I think I think that's it's I think it's going to be interesting because it's the um because what what I do is so incredibly different <laughs> well you're a podcaster well it's the um like when I think about it uh, are we recording now we are good when I think about it I was like I don't really write jokes at all yeah what I do like this morning, when my flatmate's girlfriend was like waking up and having breakfast, I didn't want to leave my like room. Yeah. And so I spent basically the entire morning until my flatmate's girlfriend left and then the cleaner left watching Ukrainian parliament fistfight videos. <laughs> and that's my version of, of writing jokes. 
Um, but what, what did you get from that? I got from that that the Ukrainian parliament does not enforce a strict dress code. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's like... They I have big problems. <laughs> I, 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 oh, I, mean, I, I love it. Um, I, I love... I, I, but my favorite part about it is that there is a guy... Uh, who's wearing a suit and a t-shirt and a gold chain, who is taking fucking nothing, nothing from nobody. He ends oh, bleeding wow. from his head like a wrestler. Jesus Christ. Uh, but no, like, but not like, like in a way where he's sort of still doing it quite defiantly. There's going to be an audible beer pop on the recording now. That's good. It makes it seem cool. Yeah. Now everyone's going to know we're a cool dudes. We're cool guys who can afford at least canned drinks, <laughs> if not alcoholic Shit. ones. <laughs> you well, just coolly spilled it all over yourself. <laughs> Ladies, <laughs> I'm, I'm joined by a cool beer spiller, <laughs> Riley. A slur. That is a that is a slur. A mm. beer spiller. Mm. It's yeah, that's right, isn't it, Riley? Yeah, not Raleigh. Yeah, no. But it's, online, well, you're Raleigh. Yeah, it's why is that? What's the deal with it? Uh, I have a professional job that I don't want people to be able. I have a professional job, and I don't want people to be able to Google my name easily. Right. Um. Because, well, it's just you know if. That would be bad because someone might, you know, take umbrage to the fact that I speak quite badly about a lot of large technology companies on the internet. Ooh, second cool noise. Okay, so you're worried that they'll go, this guy hates progress. Yes. Of, of a corporate kind. Yeah, mm, not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> famously, famously not a fan. I would say that's the thing you're probably least likely to be a fan of, <laughs> is corporate progress. No, I... <laughs> I'm an anarcho-primitivist. Uh, I want to tear it all down. <laughs> which, which one is that one? Is that like we should be cavemen again? Well, yeah, there are a couple. My favorite, my because f- it's there. There are more like types of niche left wingism than like Pokemon. Oh, I can't figure them out. Oh, do you know? Do you know my favorite one? Wait, did you? Were you telling me about this? Was this the dolphin one? Yeah, Posadism. So what is that again? Posadism. Okay. It was the um. Do you know how there were all the international working men's uh? conferences yeah you know, the first international the second international whatever whatever yeah Posadism. I, I imagine them all emceed by yeah. uh, a sort of racist northern club comic <laughs> <laughs> the international working <laughs> we'll have a meat raffle later and, uh, but for now solidarity <laughs> your next dancer's name solidarity exactly yeah. um yeah. no this was this so this there was the third and then after the Cold War was kicked off, this was in, I think, 68. 60, mm. It was somewhere in the 60s that Posadism was kicked off as the right. fourth um, International Working Men's Conference Association fucking thing. Yeah. And so it was in, because, like, you know, all everything else was busy fighting the Cold War. Sure. It was really, really crazy, niche South American leftists who were deeply influenced by... Like the age of Aquarius and al- right. theories about aliens. It's all very like sixties, I yeah. like hippie flavored. And so they're they're called they're called Posadists, yeah, because uh, the Posadas. There's a guy, I think a guy called Posadas something. I'm I'm I, my knowledge of all of this is. I mean, I mean, if there's yeah. anything you need to know about less, <laughs> I'm sure it's forgivable. Well, because what they believe they believe that um, the only way we are going to get uh, socialism globally uh-huh. is if nuclear war happens. Because we have to completely oh, destroy right. society. So they were they were like uh, a more honest version of Lexiteers. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, we're gonna burn society down. It'll yeah. be great. It'll be fine. It's not as though you know the people who already control resources in the state are you know kind of like turn us into their organ farms. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I have a real suspicion of. Um, there's a, there seems to be 
I mean, I would define myself as largely centre-left, mm-hmm. but there seems to be a, a, a genre of far-leftism where it's like, no, but until Hitler has power, there's no Hitler to fight. And it's, <laughs> it's like this logic of, oh, if we, but if we make the fascists just scary enough to get us to unite... Oh, accelerationism. Is that what that's called? Well, sort of. Um, hi, well, welcome to welcome to Pierre Novelli's left wing introduction cast. Well, just me, just welcome to Pierre Novelli's baffled, ba- baffled brow sighing club, like brow clutching sigh club. Well, I think well, the thing to remember when you're talking about all of these like weird strains of the left, yeah, is that the difference between the left and the right is that the left is like a loose coalition of people who can roughly agree that they kind of want some kind of progress in some way. Yeah, X the weird Poseidists. Yeah. Um, whereas the right is or doesn't really have a difficulty creating a, a coalition. They're just, they're united in the shit that they don't want. Yeah. And so it's because the left is by its very nature fragmented. It's very, like three guy, like three people, you know, can create a new strain of leftism. Oh, fuck it. It's just, there's, there's a point where you just think like, Oh, you just ignore all that shit. That's that's I mean that's what we that's what we do in the cool left. But that's the thing is that the cool Jacobin Navarra left. But that's the thing is that at, at what point is like there's there's very few political philosophies as powerful as the conservative the Tory as a UK Tory yeah. one of just the first thing is to get elected. Yeah. Then we'll kind of you know see well, what we can do. But if we're not in power, we can't do anything. Whereas I can't find any like like kind of Blair, you know, like with that focus. But yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's been a while since there was anything like maybe like this a like hundred years since <laughs> someone was actually focused on getting elected. <laughs> well, it's the um, just to, just to finish with accelerationism, which I yeah. think is, is worth is worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Again, this is not like this is like this. This is basically saying, look, um, it's kind of like saying, look, we can't. We're never going to get progress until society is so bad yeah. <laughs> that no one has any option. Yeah. So it's like. Um, the weird accelerationist take is almost like we can't, uh, we can't sort of have sort of incremental workers' rights and so on. We can't like we can't sure. find work or whatever, yeah. Because uh, we need it to get so intolerable that uh, that we, ever, yeah. that everyone just rebels and we punch straight through to some higher level. Yeah. Again, it's, that's completely. That's. I mean, a. It's completely ridiculous. But b. It's unfortunately. I'm going to put a clean edit here so I can have a burp. No. Oh no. So unfortunately, accelerationism is unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Accelerationism is unfortunately. <laughs> it's also it's it's a it's utterly ridiculous as a political philosophy, which is mm. you know basically just the equivalent of like closing your eyes and squeezing a trigger. Um, yeah. It, it's it's ridiculous. It's just, we get it gets bad. I assume it gets better because it can't get any worse. But it's that weird thing as well of going like we're not in the we're admitting by having this philosophy that it's not as bad as it could be uh-huh. let's make it as bad as it could be in the hopes that slowly we'll get back to here well, <laughs> you know, the... we're here already <laughs> why can we just stop why can we just keep going from this point it's like oh, I gotta restart the whole game just to play through the tutorial better <laughs> well, the, the thing in like I think it's this is happening more in the states than here yeah. where it's like just because the grip on the grip on the grip on American society held by you know like a Donald Trump and his you know merry coterie of yeah. you know of like vampiric billionaires. Oh, and of like rotating weirdos. Yeah, like they get, they've, they've, there's a new one. 
It's like a sh- a show with a really tumultuous cast. It's like SNL. Yeah, it's, it's SNL. It, it's so hard. You know, <laughs> who is with tonight's special guest, Anthony Scaramucci? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There was a there was a moment where there was some guy doing quotes, like the press spokesman for for the thing with the guy accused of domestic abuse. I don't even recognize him. Yeah, I didn't know who he was until he got accused of domestic abuse. With him, but also the press guy. The guy going, well, Mr. Trump, President Trump, of course, uh, regrets. And I was like, who the fuck are you? When did you come in the building? Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting dementia. Just Listen, all of these people are just like like weird. Like All these people are just, like, they're all small-time con men Yeah, who just think very small and who are just basically, like, these are people who go into the White House and they look around, and the the, the, the biggest the grift they can imagine to pull off is yeah. I could get some pens out of here. But that's it. I, oh, I had this thought the other day. Yeah. You're like this, because this me. is like... Hit me with the thought. So the reason... I was thinking about the, the alt-right and also sort of Farage and... What, oh, God, what are they called? Alternative for Deutschland. And oh, yeah. That oh, general, yeah. like... Golden Dawn. Yeah, so that general flavor of far-right Euro party... I was thinking about them and how they're all pretty anti-EU because mm-hmm. the EU's refugee policy seems to be one of the main sticking points that, that mm-hmm. makes them anti-EU. And I was thinking about it and I was like, well... And and, and it, I got onto them by thinking about Lexit people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just like, well, well done, lads. Yeah. <laughs> you've, I mean, only, it, you've only empowered... Again, I think there are, like, there, are like, there are like 10 Lexiteers. Yeah, exactly. and I, see, I think I know two of them. Um, yeah, even like, even like people like... Um, Aaron Bastani at Novara, yeah. who was like initially Lexit, sort of in the advance of the referendum, oh, yeah. he was like, wait a minute, this is ridiculous. This is no, we need to vote Remain. Yeah, this is, <laughs> of course this is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, we, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, so the, the far right, I was thinking if they were smart, they'd be really in favor of not just the EU, but in favor of a federalized, full-on United States of Europe. Of course. Because... So the whole thing with the far right is that they just need to wait for everyone to get f- afraid enough to give them power. Yeah. Hitler style. Yeah. So, Man, you... that reboot of Gangnam style was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was the one north of the border in Korea. Pyongyang style. Where you, oh you kill your uncle with an anti-aircraft gun. <laughs> it's like you're riding an invisible horse because everyone's eaten the rest of the horses. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Um... So, but then, like, so if you just wait around to just, like, slip through the door and get power, mm-hmm. you want the power that you slip through and get to be as big as possible. Yeah. And the United States of Europe ties into their creepy crusader narrative, right? And they could be like, oh, mm. finally, we can, you know, they've, they've got that huge boner for the gates of Vienna and all that. So they go, oh, no, it's not that we're, they should, if they had a brain, of course they uh-huh. don't, but if they had a brain, they'd go, no, we're in favor of the EU and a federalized Europe to be all racist and create fortress Europe, which is what we want. Whereas their idea is to somehow completely decentralize Europe and chop chop it up into like baronial fiefs, yeah, and then somehow reunite in time to create fortress racist Europe. Ah, uh, I mean, again, I I think that's because the 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 mind the mind of the of the of the of the right um, is well, of the, of the fascist. Yeah, well, the mind of the, the mind of the fascist, but also the mind of like this sort of the your sort of average like used boat dealing Trump voter. Yeah, is. We don't like liberals. We're going to pick stuff they like, and we're going to hate it. Hi there. Are you one of those people that's permanently cold? And nothing you ever try seems to warm you up enough so that you can 
finally get all snuggly and cozy in front of a fire made of logs that's burning in a fireplace for fires? Well, why not just try our new patented Zoom Trip technology and fly into the center of the sun? The center of the sun is over a million bajillion degrees in warmth. And if that doesn't warm you up, it doesn't matter because your bones will be tiny particles of ash and you'll become one with the enormous nuclear reaction at the core of our star. So why not fly directly into the fucking sun? And then maybe you will finally be warm enough. Here's a, here's a fun question. Mm. What's the most, what's, what do you think is the most right-wing belief you have? Because I was trying to think this the other day. What's the most right-wing thing that I, that I think? Fuck. Um, oh, shit. That's a tricky one. I, I think the most right-wing, but, but I don't know if this is right-wing, but like, okay, like, let's say we, we, what we mean by right-wing mm -hmm. is right-wing as painted by the most hysterical section of Twitter. Okay. So not really right wing, but like how dare you sort of clutching at pearls right so, wing. So um, I, I, I stand vertically, uh, which I think offends people. Who <laughs> well, I, um, okay, let's see. I think I, think, I think mine is um, uh, I have zero tolerance uh, for for I I'm not an uh, um, I'm not a cultural relativist, mm. and I have zero tolerance for cultural relativism. Yeah. Because to me, there's no point in in ever taking human rights seriously and then also having cultural relativism. Yeah. Because the... they, they, they've, they're they opposing almost 90% of the time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the... It's, 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 it's sort of picking sort of permissiveness versus sort of actually prioritizing human dignity and stuff. Yeah, and it's just as colonial and patronizing to go, oh, no, but when we said we want women to have rights, we didn't mean the women of this tribe. <laughs> we meant the ones we like who look like us. And you go, oh. okay, well, that's very generous of you to extend the franchise to your your cousin and your mum and then stop <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's the, thank uh, you so much okay i think then and this is okay this is because your your listeners are having getting a fucking crash course in yeah. the fucking left here yeah yeah um, which as as befits a, a, yeah. i should say as befits a host of the trash future podcast the <laughs> where the future is trash which the you future, can check it out the yeah please do i <laughs> we got the promo in yeah. the middle yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. A nice mid prom. Yeah, mid prom. Or uh, it's still, it's like it's still opening, yeah. opening prom. Yeah. Um, but we um we are, but yeah, we 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 keep getting referred to as the British Chapo. Nice. Which is that's exactly what you guys wanted, right? To an extent. Well, I think it's, like we wanted to just. I mean, I, I think because I'm. I, I I'm quite I'm quite angry, in general. Uh, excuse me. But I also spend a lot of time... Well, isn't earlier. Instead of writing jokes, my version of comedy is I, I watch Ukrainian parliament fistfights yeah, on YouTube you for hours on end. Conflict. Which, by the way, makes dating apps really hard. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. We should get on to that. Yes, it's, um, okay, we'll do but, that next. Uh, my, um, my, uh, and so I, I just... I, I have a lot of quite sort of... I think quite... I, 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 it's my background in, in just sort of really appreciating the absurd and appreciating yeah. the absurd, like and just being obsessed with sort of the absurdity of our present moment. Yeah, it just sort of led me to kind of just almost nervously pick up a microphone and do a podcast. Yeah, just... not not and just, just just like just sort of buzzing with sort of you know sort of energy that I have to sort of vomit into a microphone a couple times a week or I swell up and go blind. Yeah, just to get it out. Yeah, and so 
I, it's this podcast that I do with a journalist called Hussein Kesavani, yeah. another comedian called Milo Edwards, who's actually tried to record an episode of this show before, right. and then and the it, computer blew up. And it deleted and destroyed my morale for like two <laughs> weeks. And, oh, it was Was horrible. it that good? It was really good. It oh, was. Shit. It had a whole thing about how sexy his grandpa is. <laughs> he's, he's got a really sexy... Milo's grandpa's a fucking pog. He, Milo's, he's, grandpa he's, Milo's grandpa has like a fucking big ass booty. <laughs> Milo's, Milo's grandpa, I will tell you, is apparently, by all accounts, one of the sexiest men around. But uh, Milo's parents are like in their 70s. How old is his grandpa? Oh, he must have passed away then. Oh. But in his time. In his time. In his day. Yo, that skeleton can fucking get it. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm so fucking horned. I'm going, going to the graveyard digging up that fucking skeleton. Jimmy Savile style. <laughs> we'll reverse Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Would that be the ultimate vengeance? <laughs> to, to molest the very skeleton of Jimmy Savile? <laughs> This week on Scooby Doo, because they bulldozed this whole grave. They bulldozed. How do you bulldoze a grave? They, it had like a big golden plate, and like his coffin was made of gold, and it had a huge tomb, and they they've rubbled it and moved yeah. it, and so you can't go visit it or whatever. Anyway, wait, 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 were they? Was this like the whole like burying Bin Laden at sea thing so he wouldn't become a martyr? Were they worried that Jimmy Savile would become a martyr to pedophiles? Well, they'd come and yeah, leave leave sort of flowers and yeah he was he was the best of us they'd leave like like flowers and they'd like pour out like kool-aid you know (laughs) with wine (laughs) pour out spiked kool-aid michael jackson style (laughs) wait your your most right-wing belief yeah okay shit okay um this again this is the crash course in the left thing Mm -hmm. which is that um i mean i'm just i need to i I think i remember i I keep wanting to say mark dice who's like this wrote this essay he didn't he's like a weird fash twitter comment commenter and dice in the in the u.s it wasn't mark dice um hold on it's called um and this is this i i, I don't think this will be a, a cop out mark fisher when i say mark damn yeah, mark dice is just like a trump like like a trump pundit who's like oh actually um oh hillary has to murder a kid every day fifth dimensional chess that yeah was one of these no he's more he's not a fifth dimensional chess dark machiavelli sun tzu guy yeah he's like a hillary has to murder children um oh, like and drink their blood right. every day guy you know the two kinds of guys that twitter still verifies yeah, yeah, yeah. they still verify them no um this is um this was uh 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 so Mark, Mark Fisher. Fisher Mark said. Fisher. Uh, he wrote this essay called "Exiting the Vampire Castle," where he described. He basically. Wait, I saw this being shared. What was this about? He committed suicide a while back, and this is his most important essay. Yeah. Um, it's one I, I quite enjoy. Uh huh. Um, and clearly enough to be able to, to bring his name back on on, on command. Huh. But what "Exiting the Vampire Castle" is all about is about understanding. The desi- the culture of kind of censorship that can plague the left sometimes. Yes, yeah. It's about understanding that really we have to be focused on, on not just making on a just genuinely getting political power so we can give people stuff yeah. instead of spending all of our energy policing one another's language. Yes. But b that the only way the left is going to win is if it's kind of fun. To yeah. be in, yeah. if it's got a sense of humor, yeah. if it can understand nuance. Yes. Now that doesn't mean you have to go around like you. That doesn't mean that you can go around like you know, 
like misgendering trans people and stuff. Like sure. you can't be horrible. Yeah. But at the same time, you it means like you also just it's allowing yourself to kind of have a little bit of abandon and not sort yeah. of have a kind of it allows you to have an ego of super ego and an id. You're not all super ego, which well, is I think what the most dour sort of Twitter fucking dipshits, fucking people who are like, actually Kim Jong Un is a woke millennial. Yeah, like, well, these people need to read this essay and just like shift themselves a little bit fucking sensibly. What's Take, like, okay, it's like what's like Pat, Patton Oswalt had that routine. <coughs> Pat Oswalt had that routine about how it's always the worst people who know the right words. Yeah, and so it's like he had basically puts like uses all the correct sociological terminology to essentially say uh, heterosexual marriage should be prioritized for the propagation of the human race. Yeah, uh, and then d- does a sort of hillbilly character going, "If two fags want to get hitched, it's none of my business." <laughs> and it's like he's more woke. It's just that you're angry at him because he said the bad words you don't like. That was like a, that was a fucking, um, that was like a, like a 2009 era meme of the, the, the of the woke hillbilly. Accidentally enlightened hillbilly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, the guy with the long hair sitting yeah. on the red truck. And Smoking, it's like, yeah. the ironic, but here's where we get to the fucking like Guy Debord shit, like yeah. the society of the spectacle, like fucking mainline, uh-huh. which is that it's entirely possible the guy in that picture was a racist. Yeah, yeah. And yet he's and yet and yet sort of this sort of weird kind of he's remembered more as a, a representation of his type, flipped for the purposes of irony. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's remembered as incredibly woke. So is is your most right wing point of view that is is that is that we need to get away from this dour yeah policing of because Frankie Boyle made I think it was Frankie Boyle made the point that. Um, the reason, the, like that, there's a classist element to this language policing, where it's like, oh, I, you don't have access to the same kind of fucking sociolo- sociology after school classes that I had. Yeah. So you just don't know the words I know, and you're a bad person for not knowing the words I know. It's it's well, it's this is and this is why it's it's weird. It's there's um, on the right, this term virtue signaling comes up all the time, right? Yeah. Where it, often I think and on the right, it's used. It, it's weird. So if you say stuff, something on the term, on the, on the, in the sense of like, um, you know, actually, um, maybe black people aren't just more criminal, you know, it's, maybe that's just not true. Yeah. You know, then they'll be like, oh, you're just, or, or something like, oh, maybe we should like make sure black people have equal rights. Like there are lots of like people who discriminated against them on juries or whatever. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're just virtue signaling. Yeah, yeah. And what that implies is that the right, the, these like fucking nut jobs assume everybody holds their crazy point of view. Yeah, everyone's racist, yeah. but they pretend not to be for money and points. Have you ever looked into the eyes of a struggling terrapin as it tries to navigate the intricacies of a Lego maze that your poorly behaved nephew has set up just for the intention of taunting it with a delicious piece of lettuce, cucumber, or even strawberry at its center? Of course you have. That's becoming more and more common these days. And if you're as sick of it as I am, watching these brave little terrapins struggle through a Lego maze, struggling across all those little, the bumps, the nodules, the, the things that make it Lego, the lumpy bits on the tops of the, even the flat bits, the sort of base, what, what one might call the base of the maze, even that has got lumpy bits on so that bricks can be applied. Watching them struggle over them, 
Well, then just call the number at the bottom of your screen and pledge whatever you can. It doesn't even have to be money. It can be an old hat you found, or maybe some spicy sauce in a jar from the back of the fridge that you forgot was there, and you're not sure if it's on the turn. One of those. Does spice go off? It's hard to say. How would you know? Anything you can do to help us alleviate the suffering of these damn terrapins. Here's here's a here's a good question. Uh-huh. What what is so in like we we are similar in the sense that actually this is what I wanted to talk about yeah for, at least for a little bit we had relatively similar teenage years yes. in the sense that we were extremely nerdy uh-huh. uh, and liked niche things oh yeah love niche include including but not limited to things like Warhammer oh yeah um, I read the novels oh yeah man. Fucking uh, uh, Gaunt's Ghosts. Forget, oh yeah, love Gaunt's Ghosts. Anything by um, Dan Abnett. Dan Abnett. Dan Abnett was just like he, okay. That's my most leg- my most right wing opinion. Dan yeah. Abnett is a legitimately good writer. <laughs> Fair. I agree. I agree. You can't write about about something as niche and weird as that without being good at it. Yeah. It's not. No, know. there are a lot of bad. There's a lot of yeah. bad Warhammer fiction out there, which may surprise you. I, I'm stuck <laughs> strictly with the mainstream white, I mean, white the, dwarf recommendations. The Horus the Horus Heresy series itself is just it's a fucking minefield. Okay. You can get a lot of the and then the Space Marine reared up and his bolter thundered to life. Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of books where it's ninety percent that. Copy paste, yeah. yeah. Copy paste bolters thundering to life. Oh man, I remember I read one of those SAS guy books. Uh-huh. I was in the SAS. Here's my book. Uh-huh. That guy. Oh yes. Whatever. There's like nine. Probably of them like now. Call of Duty. Yeah, and or, then, um, but then I, I got annoyed. Oh, a life of service. Yeah, or just, or, or or just you know, Valley of Thunder or whatever. It's <laughs> stupid. But but um, I got annoyed because obviously the prose was not good, but uh-huh. the plotting was quite good. Yeah. But every single time someone pulled a trigger, they slammed their finger down on the trigger. And there was a lot of finger slamming on triggers. That's happening. not a good way to shoot, though, is it? No, that's the opposite <laughs> of how you're supposed to shoot. You're supposed it's a to, gentle beep. You're supposed to squeeze with the middle knuckle to avoid yeah. tilting the, the yeah. weapon. No, no, he's just like, bah! That's, there's, there's, a right, there's a right-wing opinion I have that shouldn't be right-wing. I think guns are great. <laughs> I've shot lots of guns, and they've always had an excellent time. Interesting. I don't think everyone should have them. Interesting. Don't give them to babies. Interesting. Oh, a, a, that'd be a sweet militia baby. <laughs> you joking? Like, that'd be, that'd be super cool. Yeah. Number two, also a left-wing opinion, which is that guns are good. Yeah. There is this. There is a strong tradition of like gun culture on the left. Yeah, well, you hope like, so. We're like, um, we and these are people looking back at like people like fucking like 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 basically like Malcolm X, you know, saying, look, yeah. we can't if we ban all guns and we leave the police with only only the guns. Yeah. Then essentially, what we've done is because this this is the point of view that you know, and I'm relatively sympathetic to it as a police and prison abolitionist. Yeah. Which is that like. The poli- that if you if you disarm everybody and leave the police as the only one with guns, but the police are still fundamentally a white supremacist organization, yeah. then all you've basically done is just been like, all right, black community, you have no more means of defending yourself. Yeah, and we we can take away anything we find. Yeah, and so like again, I'm not saying necessarily I have that exact sort of ultra relatively tanky opinion, but I'm that's one I sort of understand and is not sure. common on the left necessarily, but it exists on the left. In fact, Pixelated Boat got a lot of hate because of an uh... anti-gun comic he drew. And all the tankies were like, oh, the guy who invented the term milkshake duck, milkshake ducked. Oh, God. Yeah. There's areas of Twitter where I think, 
I could save time and just put a pencil right in my dick hole every, every morning and just get the same like physical effect that Twitter gives me. Well, that's how we in Trash Future avoid peeing for months at a time. That's right. You guys yeah. are famously anti-peeing. Well, in January. In January. Anti- yeah. No pee January. For strength. For strength. Yeah, yeah. For strength. Absorb all the minerals from the pee. Um, Sorry, so, yes. so in our adventures as lonely internet dweebs, uh-huh. as, as teens... Uh-huh. Uh, what what would you say is the weirdest thing you came across? Because I was I was trying to, because I used to go on all sorts of fucking bizarre forums and websites, and and you'd come across these things, and you just like th- these days, uh-huh. these days, kids don't know they're born. They get uh, all their weirdness given to them by some wonderful curator on an Instagram account. But yeah. in our era, you no, had to we really had to find our own. You had to really dig for that. Well, I'm going to paint you a picture, I guess. Uh-huh. This is of a, 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 a chubby a chubby version of, of me. Uh-huh. Like I, I was a I was a I was a fat teenager. Okay. Um and I also like lived in a different city from where I went to school. So here is my sort of setup in my bedroom. Yeah. Uh, I had a large sort of corner desk. Nice. Um I had a computer. Uh, that I had named after a character in an anime series that oh. was built especially for gaming. Oh, oh, oh yes, please. Oh yeah. I have I have a gaming <laughs> PC right now. <laughs> yeah, but but does it have a name? It does not have a name. There you go. So f- so fuck you. Yeah. Um, and that I that and then I had a smaller laptop beside uh-huh. it that I would like take to school because I was like, this will make me cool. Yeah. Um, it's, this was high school me. Yeah. So I would have World of Warcraft on on the big screen. Ooh, the heavy and then, stuff. And then I'd have 4chan on on the small screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, so, e- what era was this when you were on 4chan? 2005 to six, 2004 to 2006. Yeah, see, I was on there at the same time. I wonder if I ever saw any of your posts. I, I, I would mostly just... Um, I don't think I ever started any serious threads or anything i think i just would reply with uh i was a big fan of um so so for for people who weren't um 4chan weirdos as their teenagers like we were just note to the listener that means that riley and i were on 4chan before it became nazi pedophile headquarters yeah i mean 4chan Uh, always wanted to shock it, it just basically, it's full of people who are so nihilistic and depressed that yeah. the idea of getting a reaction out of the normal world by being fucked up was way above all morality. You know when we were on 4chan? We were on 4chan when 4chan was pranks. My, and, and the You Laugh, You Lose threads? Yeah, those were always hilarious. Those were amazing. No, my favorite one was, and again, this is also because, like, I think this might partly be because I was also just, like, um, like just ready to sort of just burst with cum at any given point. <laughs> You know, but uh, like I oh, wow, just like wanking ape. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Like, I was I, I, I'm surprised I didn't pull my dick off. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I used to get like used to get those those boners where your dick is so full it vibrates. Yeah, uh, but no, I used to. We used to. One of the, the my favorite four chan pranks was that everyone from uh, sort of everyone online at the moment would be like, okay, we're all in this. Like live Jasmine cam girl room, and we're all trying to get her to put her shoe on her head. <laughs> shoe on head, yeah. Shoe on head. What about shoe on head? I was just, I was just trying to remember. I was trying to remember some old dumb internet shit. See, shoe on head, Habo Hotel, Battle Toads, Battle Toads. Calling, what is it? You call GameStop Game and demand Battle Toads. Do you have Battle Toads? <laughs> do you? Have, and do they you would have, get furious. 
Oh, also, um, oh god, but like that means that. So this is something that is. We're just like putting the all your base are belong to us on stuff, like yeah. trying to, like. But or, we, we yeah. were there at the birth of memes because like yeah. something awful. Yeah, and, and I was also on something awful yeah. as well. Those where all the memes came from, like text on it, mm-hmm. images of cats and yeah. whatever. And now, like memes, are, like if you if you'd said to me as a teenager that at one point every cool teen will have like a meme account or whatever, like, fuck no, I would, I, I'd be like, what are you talking about? What is it? Fucking Kim Kardashian gonna have like a Space Marines Warhammer tournament? <laughs> like what the fuck? Are you absolutely not. And now they're so mainstream. Yeah. Well, it's the it's the this is this this is uh, something that kind of bothers me, which is the like, all the sort of, if you like the kind of handsome TVification of nerds. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's because it's like it's, and all the people who are sort of you know yas queening about Game of Thrones, it's like, <laughs> I was beating off to these books before you even heard it was greenlit. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, do you remember um, if I see that fucking cat one more time? And it was um, Tom from Tom and Jerry going around a piece of scaffolding. <laughs> and it was just ba- it was just one. based around there was some bre- it was like a forced meme that became a real like Millhouse, like Millhouse. Millhouse yeah. is the only it's, it, Millhouse is not a meme is a meme. That's exactly yes. Oh, Millhouse is not a meme. Fuck. Or, or Chris old... or Chris Hansen. Yes, take a seat over there. And just popping his head around. Oh, man. That's the thing. It's like, I think it's... Okay, oh, God. Oh, man. I have two I have two things to say now. Two of them. Uh-huh. Two whole things. Oh, two ones. God. Number one. I'll come back to the objection to nerd culture later. Yeah. But I think, like, the reason that 4chan went so insane... Yeah. ...was that it, it's it's people dealing with this addiction to being shocking. Yes, and and brutalizing themselves. Yeah, because desensitization is a real thing, and that's one of the reasons I stopped going on there. Is because it was like I don't know how how many accidentally, I don't know how many crime scene photos I can see accidentally yeah, anymore. Totally. <laughs> While I'm looking for a funny gif. Yeah, it's like it's all a, I want is a funny gif, and I don't want to go on nine gag because I've got no. standards. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on, I I would never go on Upworthy. I feel like I would lose my internet. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was that back then it was this this like it and like something awful stayed pretty pure. Yeah. Um like fuck you and die was always this is the greatest place to possibly go. Yeah. It's why I've never used a capital letter in my entire life. <laughs> um but yeah, for, it, but Forchand was like it was this group of people who were just sort of like nihilistic pranksters, yeah. some of whom I think migrated to what you might call weird Twitter. Yes. Which is you know, more or less what we did. Yeah, and um, also, but also there was that thing, like, it was in the sort of the, the rules of, of B or the rules yeah. of the internet or whatever, where it's, like, implicit in everything was that there, this is, like, it's, like, a low-key trickster god thing where it's, mm. like, this kind of amorphous mass of weirdos will do whatever is the funniest option in the scenario. Or, or, or funniest or most weird or yeah. most distressing and therefore funniest, rather. It's circular logic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Would you like a hipster burger inside a brioche bun? It's got kimchi and homemade ketchup from tomatoes that we grow ourselves. So fresh, I'll put you down for one.
their fancy shapes. Crisp on the outside, fluff on the inside. Try not to burn your mouth on these fancy chips. I think the weirdest thing I ever came across yeah. was on Something Awful. And I laughed till I cried, but also it was disturbing. <laughs> okay. Which was a very good combo for Something Awful. Like, that's where you go for something like that. Yeah. And it was... <laughs> I've never been able to find it again. And I assume it's been long deleted. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, it was a YouTube channel run by this guy, and you never saw his head, his uh-huh. face. It was always, like, neck and down. And he would dress in, like... Sort of like spangly leotards. Okay. Like like a kind of um, uh, like big one piece spangly things. Okay. You know, uh, uh, all shiny and and like ending around the sort of knees and elbows kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he was not a uh, in shape gentleman. <laughs> oh no, of course. This gentleman was 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 portly and 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 pudgy and had okay. a big belly and so on. But it's <laughs> essentially. It would be him dressing in these sort of leotards and uh, getting on exercise bikes and and sort of station, stationary exercise bikes and various other scenarios and just full on shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yes. Oh. This is why I don't understand why Michael McIntyre exists because shit like this exists. And then the, the, the video I watched was him getting on an exercise bike and the camera was like looking up the ass of the bike. And he just sort of leaned forward and was cycling and it was like, and he was getting up to a good pace. And while he was cycling, just like, just shatters pants, shatters leotard rather. But the whole, I think the whole joy of it for the viewers or for himself was the fact that <coughs> because he was wearing this thing, you could see like that he'd shat himself, like, <laughs> like it would appear in his arms, yeah. <laughs> lumps of shit. And I just remember there was nothing funnier to me at that time than my own horror. You know? Mm. Oh, of course. And, and just the fact that that someone who had the build and and efficiency and clear access to to exercise bikes of someone who works in a uh-huh. bank would do this as a hobby and and. How there, were, I, there were a lot of videos. What what I what I okay because like it's, I feel like it, it. If you're on kind of like like if you're if you're if you have the heart and soul of a poster. Yeah. If you're on something awful and 4chan and shit. Yeah. If you, we a lot of the time we would see people, kind of doing stuff where they've clearly gotten their Malcolm Gladwell ten thousand hours in. <laughs> like this is already a man. <laughs> Who has yeah. realized, you know what, I my my life's goal is to shit my way through different leotard exercise bike combinations <laughs> and then post it to the internet. Vigorously, yeah. Or like, or even like, you know, even like the fucking weird 4chan pranks. Like, yeah. the, 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 all that stuff. It was funny because it was repeated. Yeah. We're, but what, we're, we're seeing something in mid-flight. How does this guy come on to the fact that he's like, I love this. I love this and I have to share it with the world. I, I think it must be like... You must start out admiring it. Like, this this could be like Stations of the Cross, you mm-hmm. know, like the progress <laughs> to become a fetishist provider. Uh-huh. You must start out as, as a fetishist, right? Uh-huh. 
and you must he must have like watched stuff like that and uh-huh. he must have been like like any true creative uh-huh. like any true artist you make what you would like to see yeah. exist so he must must have been looking for almost exactly what he was making yeah and it must not have been there and he must have maybe like the way they talk about serial killers and mind uh-huh. hunter and stuff he must have just uploaded just a, just an experiment and from his own community of leotard shit guys <laughs> the response must have been so warm if you'll forgive the oh, term wonderful <laughs> warm and full warm and full that he thought I, I've got something here I've got a real talent and people are so pleased to see what I'm doing it's the um oh that's just it's fulfillment you wonder who's pa- Fulfil- f- fulfillment of his pants <laughs> just like, you, you wonder who's patient zero of shitting in a bike on a unit on a, in a leotard but well, i maybe, think it but maybe he was making him. it making his own like maybe yeah. what he want maybe what he liked was just self-shitting you know as, as marx marx said you know um philosophers have only tried to explain the world but now we must change it yeah, yeah yes. <laughs> i mean that's not what marx said it's, he said something close to that i'm paraphrasing it but maybe this guy was like he was like, my fetish is people shitting themselves. And then the internet was like, here's loads of graphic photos of people shitting. And he was like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> the concealment is part of it. It's like, it's like I can't, it's not, I don't want to see it happening. That's, like, that's too obvious. That's too much like a toilet. Yeah. I want someone in clothes, huh. in a scenario, <laughs> and, and, and furious. At I, can, I can only imagine him sitting at a desk late at night, sort of scribbling down on a piece of paper and throwing it away, like just this, surrounded, just like, shitting like himself in a leotard and a, it's like that scene a rowing in, machine. No, it's damn like, it! <laughs> it's like that scene in every Spider-Man where he designs his uniform. <laughs> <laughs> He sits going, man, spider, no. He's got green boots, no. Not good enough. This will not do. I must I must get it right. Yeah, and and, and he's like the Warhol of it. He's just got like, and now the red leotard. And, now, and there were tons, I remember like yeah. the, the sidebar was full of videos and I was like, well, I know, I know what's happening in these. I don't need to watch them. Did you ever watch sword hobbyist guys? Yes, yes, yes. I, <laughs> I fucking love sword hobbyist guys. And they were chopping up like bamboo and well, stuff. And... Well, there's there's two kinds of sword. Look, here's the thing. I'm telling you, there's a connoisseur of sword hobbyist uh, guy videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there is sword use and sword unboxing. Okay, that's too, sword unboxing is too modern for me. <laughs> sword use, I saw lots of that. Uh, well, there's the um. Well, because the great thing is sword use. Also, the early sword unboxing videos were like... I was still on some kind of something awful when sword unboxing videos were happening. Uh, I was well off of 4... 4chan had started to... Had taken its sort of fash turn. And I was like, well, this is enough for me. Enough swastikas. Uh, This is... I no longer... That's the thing is, I no longer... When it starts in the fash turn in 4chan, you're like, okay, these are just more people being shocking. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, you're not... You're not being shocking. Like yeah. the Daily Stormer released its um its um its style guide. I'll get back to sword guy videos in a sec. The Daily Stormer, like the main like neo Nazi website, yeah. Um, its style guide actually says you should have a, a light tone so people can't tell if you're joking. I read that. Yeah, they want yeah. It, its inculcation. It's 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 sort of gradual, slow. But that's the thing is that because 4chan was it literally like a perfect repository of disillusioned, uh, 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 aimless young men. Yeah. That it was like the most fertile ground possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it, so it's um, 
Which, but that, that's why I think. Uh, sorry, I'm going back to the the Pierre Novelli serious hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why most I think like mainstream journalists are terrible at interviewing the fash. Like they can't yeah. do it because their response, their they, they're, what they always do is they'll walk up to Richard Spencer and they'll be like, "You don't really believe we should have an ethno state, do you?" And he's like, "Yes, I do believe that." And they're like, "Yeah." Well, yeah. <laughs> they just they, their responses is, is is such a kind of like. Um, it's almost, it's almost like the response of the British aristocracy to Hitler, which is, what a curious little man. Mm. I wonder if his ideas have any merit. Oh, well, hunting again today. Yeah. Like, they just, because there's so little at stake for them. Yeah. It's the, a curio. What a goo <laughs> Well, that's exactly, it's, it's exactly it. It's the, like, it's like, oh, how, how very unusual. Yeah. What a curious well, man well, then, And then, or then there's the other response to the fashion, of course, is like the New York Times is like, oh, God, they, we, they elected Trump. Okay. Let's hire as many conservatives as we can and then yeah. give our op-ed page to Trump voters for a day. That'll fucking solve it. Yeah, or, or just continually interview Nazis and just get... Yeah. But he ate his Twinkie one bite at a time. Yeah. Kind of stupid. <laughs> um, the only... Um, was Yeah, sorry, sword unboxing guy. Yeah. It's, it's the, I love these because these are got... Like, they're sort of... They sort of... We, and I'm thinking about one in particular, which is That Sodding Gamer. Yeah. It's the he, the most famous one he did was the It's Tape video. Oh, that rings a very faint bell. He was the one who talked like this. Oh, yes. He would say, this is a Hanuway Horge. Uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, God. And, uh, oh, fuck, this actually segues into my, what I wanted to say about nerd culture from, like, way long ago. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so he'd be like, this, this is a Hanuway Horge and Kitana, or whatever. He has that, that weird voice where he's like... He's trying to, you know what it is? He's doing the thing that I hate about when I go back to visit Canada or the States, which is that there are, there's this weird kind of Anglophile there who like wears loose jeans and a pocket watch attached to a wallet chain and like a a big heavy metal shirt and scraggly facial hair, carries a cane and wears like a too big duster and is like, "Uh, actually women are intimidated by my intelligence. Oh yeah. So it's like the kind of neck beard who thinks he knows what Europeans are like. And what the voice I'm doing is them trying to affect a quasi-British accent, they're which kind of they do. they Atlantic thing. Oh, okay. Which they do do. That's horrific. Because they're like, oh, I watched five episodes of Doctor Who, or as I call him, Doctor Whom, yeah. uh, and I've, I've, I've picked up a bit of an accent. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. always ends up with them talking a little bit like this. Oh, hello. Yeah. And me ringling. But what's... And, and so that... Okay. And it's just this... And it's, so it's, it's just this guy kind of struggle, struggling to open a box that contains a, it contains a sword, like, with his mother and little brother in the, in the backyard. Yeah. Um, and, but, like, trying to make it, but sort of desperately trying to be taken seriously. As a sort of academic uh, yeah, sword. But sort of, but sort of, but trying to censor the way his mother and brother are reacting to him. Yeah. So his brother will be like, ooh, and he'll be like, step it. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God, yes. Be hookers to my veins. <laughs> I love sword criticism guy. Um, well, there's, there's, is that there's one guy, I, I think David Keith, I think is his name, who's just like, I, I'm practicing today with my bleed. Oh, <laughs> And so, and so what, that's been appropriated now? Uh, well, it's not been appropriated. <laughs> no one's appropriating these people. <laughs> so that's, like, 
That is the real <laughs> Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's like that's the real. That's the ugly underbelly of the real Big yeah, Bang Theory. It's Sheldon like, should be doing that. Fucking Johnny Galecki is like a good-looking dude, and yeah. the and he's just basically he's just he's basically a good-looking dude who reads comic books, which is like every guy in Portland trying to fuck right now. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Is like the, let's let's put glasses on a model. Uh huh. Now they're a nerd. Ah, oh, there we go. Riley, Riley, now a handsome adult man <laughs> has put on his glasses. Before I was just a large adult son. That's right. <laughs> watching, watching anime. <laughs> we make so many anime jokes on Trash Future, which is interesting because it's with me casting my mind back into the early two thousands yeah. when I was like, obs- like obsessively refreshing eBay pages trying to buy like. Pirated DVDs of Love Hina from Hong Kong. See, I was very fortunate to have been creeped out enough by uh, Takeshi to. I don't know what the fuck was it called? Howl's Moving, Howl's Moving Castle? No. Oh, uh, it was um, uh, this dude, and he lived in a kind of spa inn, and a bunch of witches were trying to bone him. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like anime. <laughs> to, to Mushi, to, it was on Cartoon Network at like 10 at night or something. Yeah, that, that sounds like anime. Tenchi. Ten- oh yeah, Tenchi, Tenchi Muyo. Tenchi Muyo, yeah. Yeah, and I, I was like, this is creepy. No, me. I like I liked the fucking sword and giant robot animes. Yeah. Um, but we we talk we I think we talk about that on Trash Future a lot as a punchline because it's so obscure. Yes, and it helps because it, it means that it like like in a in a in an almost Stuart Lee kind of way, mm-hmm. you you let people in just yeah. enough and then you re other them. Yeah, yeah. We... <laughs> it's very helpful because it means that you go. No, you may feel like you've connected with us for now, but, but allow us to br- briefly shove you away by really highlighting how fucking weird we really are. Wait until I reference Witch Hunter Robin. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, yes. Or, 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 yeah, well, I mean, we've done this earlier with Gaunt's Ghosts even yeah. coming up. Fuck me. Oh, man. I mean, Sharp for the Warhammer generation. I, fuck, I fucking love Gaunt's Ghosts, whatever. Um, I was a huge Sharp fan as well. The, um, what was it? The uh, oh yeah. So the commodification of nerd culture, right? Yeah. Is like the um, I the, at one point, I think it just I don't I don't necessarily know why it happened, but when it did happen, I think it happened so hard. Yeah. Because nerd culture and what kind of drove me away from it so hard, I think. Yeah. Was that nerd culture is basically defining your cultural identity by cultural products that you consume. Yes, and also uh, defining your cultural identity. Certainly in the 4chan model, largely, largely through kind of like self-imposed misery. Yeah, but ner- but that's the thing is that now it's not that anymore. It's like, you know, the gut sexy oh, male yeah. model who puts on glasses and picks up a comic book, which is the, uh, oh, I'm, which is, it, it, again, it's just like, it's the, um. You know, it's the guy from a MacBook ad. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's a, it's a, the problem, why I have such a problem with it is, it's not necessarily that, you know, it's about with the people doing it. It's, it's rather that it's a mo, it's been so almost sort of. It's been sanitized. It's been sanitized to the point where now it is just about being excited about the next Star Wars movie. Yes. You know, it's it's about oh, I'm go I'm purchasing going to see the Star Wars movie. I'm purchasing this comic book. I'm purchasing going to this conference. Yes. It's a mode of life that's utterly passive. Yes. It's 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 no longer. Um, it's 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 you no longer have to have done the hard work to get there. What's well, the um um I more more I, I just. I'm fucking. I'm, just, I'm, I'm tossing out fucking cla- like sort of classic postmodern left literature, left and right, yeah. from, like but magazine literature, not you know important shit. 
there's a great article from the like 90s incarnation of the baffler by thomas frank called commodify your descent uh, and i think this sort of the nerd the nerd culture thing kind of fits into that really well but there's a critique of late punk where they just said yeah the whole point is that like now just money has given you a room to be angry in yeah and then you go away well it's the um it's that you know you can you, any any is that it's essentially the logic of capital creeps in and takes over anything you might have to say even against it you will and that you know anything you do any act of rebellion to freak out the provincial rubes or whatever has already been co-opted by nike yeah you know like like, the, the, like black mirror episode yeah, <laughs> inevitably literally like a, a fucking a, like a black mirror glass. is like what happens if you put a bunch of banksy paintings together and just did a flip book <laughs> and and on that <laughs> On that damning critique of Black Mirror, we will cease recording. Thanks for much, uh, thanks very much for coming on, man. It was a pleasure. Yo, it was that was a really cool recording, man. Um, you can find my podcast also on iTunes. It's called Trash Future, where the future is trash. Where the future, if we do not implement fully automated luxury based communism, will be trash. And you are at Raleigh. R double A L E H on Twitter. On Twitter. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Tell your friends. See you next week. I am a fucking robot.